There we go with the John Curley Sherry Ellicker Show. And you, yes, you coming along with the ride. Well, let's see. Lots of news to get to. What do you say we dive in? Hear that? I complimented you because it is National Compliment Day. I yelled out a little compliment to you just before I went into the water. You hear it? Oh, no, I didn't. All right. I was complimenting <laughs> your hearing, how great your hearing is. <laughs> Let's see. Donald Trump wins in um, New Hampshire. And uh, probably has is that a lot of independents and a lot of Democrats that voted for Nikki Haley. You can do that if you want there. So he doesn't exactly pull up a lot of independents. He gets the Republicans in there. He needs 90% of the Republicans, but he still beats Nikki Haley. So now everybody's talking about, well, looks like this should be it for Nikki Haley. She should bomb out, drop out. I'll explain why I think she probably wants to stay in. But here's this is Donald Trump yesterday. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. I know. Listen, to, Mr. Mr. Former President, you Boom. you won. So just let gracious in victory. It, These boom. are very dishonest people, and you're always fighting them. And just a little note to Nikki. She's not going to win. But if she did, she would be under investigation by those people in 15 minutes. And I could tell you five reasons why already. Not big reasons, a little stuff that she doesn't want to talk about. But she will be under investigation within minutes. And so would Ron have been. But he decided to get out. He decided to get out. Now, Vivek, I don't think would be at all because he's perfect, right? I guess what he's saying is that he's that they they meaning Democrats would go after Nikki Haley and start to investigate her and try to get her. So he's saying, listen, you'd go through the grinder, the meat grinder. If you did win, they'd find stuff on you. You wouldn't like it very much. And the same thing of Ron DeSantis. I don't know what they'd find on Ron, but they go after Ron. Then Donald Trump knows if he wins, they're going to go after him in a big way as well. So he wins. He Unfortunately, he doesn't take the time to sort of gracious in victory. He makes fun of her clothes. Uh, makes fun of a few other things. I felt sorry for Tim Scott standing up there behind him, kind of like a puppet. It's just you want to hear the Tim Scott part? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. do go to South Carolina where we've done really well, where I've done well. We have a great governor and lieutenant governor and great everything because almost every one of them have endorsed me. Two great senators, which is hard. I mean, did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? And think of it appointed and you're the senator of his state and she endorsed me you must really hate her <laughs> no it's uh, it's a shame it's I, a shame uh-oh i just love you no that's that's why he's a great politician <laughs> okay all right here here's my theory i th- other share it as well trump is 77 years old um he's not in the best of shape he, if something were to happen to him, uh, Nikki Haley would be the second person in line. She picks up, she'll pick up a few more delegates. She has, I think, she'll have, I don't know, Trump has, I think, 34 or something like that, some 40-something delegates. He needs 1,200. There's a chance by the time they get to Milwaukee, if she's still there and she has her delegates, if she picks up fuel on the way and she's got it, she gets her power position. She can, you know endorse or use it as leverage if she's got enough delegates there to sort of say hey listen go to trump but then you can use that as a negotiation whether or not he says to her hey be a be my vp i don't know 
but I guess she's just sort of riding along as kind of the person beside just in case something were to happen to Donald Trump. Because then who else do you go to? So stay in as long as you possibly can. He gets indicted or can't run or physically enabled through you know heart attack or stroke or something like that. That Nikki Haley would be the person to step into that role. So maybe she stays in. Unfortunately for Nikki Haley, announcement came from a couple of her big donors, big, big money people saying, kind of done with it. We're not going to give any more money to you anymore. It doesn't seem like we're going to keep doing it. Now, about six, seven months ago, a lot of big money people were giving money to Nikki Haley as a way of sort of saying, look at this. I'm trying to do what I can so that I'm not supporting Donald Trump and giving money to Nikki because I don't we don't want Trump to be in there. Um, and some of them were actually hedging the bets and giving money both to Donald Trump and Nikki Haley just to do what they could to try to get Joe Biden's people out of there. So that's kind of what's happening on the, the political stage. Um Anything you saw from the the results from New Hampshire, Sherry, that you want to sort of illuminate a little bit? No, I mean, I think Nikki Haley is going to stay in past South Carolina because she knows she's not going to win there. But I, I did find it really disturbing that Tim Scott, Vivek, they're all behind him laughing and, I mean, gloating. It just, I don't know, it, it's just poor sportsmanship, I think. You know, Donald Trump still has to win over a a, a fair amount of people and he could take the high road occasionally um and, and be decent but he doesn't he just attacks and attacks and attacks i know it's politics so you're going to get that but i don't know I, the whole thing made me kind of feel icky well listen he did that with ron DeSantis when DeSantis dropped out he says i'm uh, uh, retiring ron uh, de sanctimonious that name will not be used again he also credited Tim Scott. So it's like if you drop out, then he's going to say nice things about you. But if you keep bashing away at him, keep taking shots at him, he's going to keep whacking away at you. So he did that uh, to Nikki Haley. Listen, this is not unusual. This is the guy that we all know. People love this about him or hate this about him. But he still needs to do some work because he needs to be able to get enough independence to be able to go for him. Uh, but as it stands right now, both people are sort of both candidates have most Americans that of holding their nose and saying, really, this is the way it's going to go. It does look like it'll be Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And then, as I pointed out yesterday, the electoral, electoral college map that I'd seen shows Joe, uh, Joe Biden behind by about 45, uh, has Trump in at 272. He only needs 270 to win the thing. There's a few toss up states that are in place, but it'll be really, really fascinating if it is. And the other part of it just. Really quickly, the Supreme Court will be ruling on this thing. I think by the 17th of February, they should have their answer. And really, it really needs to have nine across. All nine need to say, you can't stop them in these different states for these different reasons. If it's all of a sudden, you know, a three, six on it, if it goes that way, you'll always have Democrats saying, oh, he's the illegitimate president. He, The Supreme Court chose him. Or you'll always get Republicans. It's going to start right there. The split begins when the Supreme Court rules coming up in February in a couple of weeks. If they go nine across, then it takes all the air out of the room. And then you just simply keep him on the ballot in Colorado. You keep him on the ballot in my, in Maine. He stays on the ballot in various states. And they just sort of uh, null and void the, the, um, the chance to try to block him. Because let people have their chance to be able to have the vote. Um, because if not, this is the beginning of the problems that we're going to see uh, in the United States. And, and if, if Trump does lose to Joe Biden, just accept it, be done with it. That's it. That's all. 
you lost, you lost. Even on the stump yesterday, he was still questioning. He said, you know, I did win New Hampshire in 2016. I did win in 2020. I won New Hampshire in 20, although it didn't say, you know, they did something to the votes and things. I mean, just, golly. But you're not going to change your spots. He's not going to change. Nobody changes at this point in your life. Everybody is exactly how they are. When you're 77 years old, you don't all of a sudden, you know, the Saul to Paul conversion doesn't necessarily happen. This is a really weird story. Carrie Lake, who um, is quite the dynamo and was fighting really, really hard in Arizona to become the governor. She loses in there. She says a lot of the votes weren't counted. The, the, the machine that was set to, you know, um, check the signatures was happening too quickly so she was questioning it all the time she was constantly blocking it and challenging it in court so she now wants to run for senator and this is a which joe thinks sounds fake is that your theory it sounds so it sounds like a a godfather scene acted really poorly so this is an audio tape obtained by daily mail revealing the moment that the arizona top republican official allegedly tried to bribe um carrie lake not to run for the state's Senate race. So what's going on? What is? Uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Uh, this is this is this is back east. They there are very powerful people. They want to keep you out. I know when they do. But they're willing to. Does he know he's being recorded? Obviously no, and not. that's the thing, you know. So when you listen to her say all her little patriotic things, she knows the entire time that she's being recorded as well. Mm-hmm. So she's going to come off looking like this, you know, pro Arizona. I'm going to die on that hill, uh-huh. kind of gal. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, this guy, I mean, what he did was wrong, but he's probably just the messenger. Ah, mm-hmm. okay, thank you, sir. Put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So. This conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is right. Don't, don't go. Do me a favor, though. I don't get myself in trouble. This, if you, if, you, if you say no, which is fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. I They're going to try to have me murdered. <laughs> I don't doubt that either. Same world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, man. I hear the car, they say the cartel's operating in 50 states right now. Like all 50, you mm-hmm. know? So. So what, what, what's going on? Who is oh, She's eating at the time. I like that. Is it what? Forget the who. Let me just tell you the what. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say there are people calling around saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. If you say, I got offered to buy out. Don't talk. Yeah. Don't. Because then we lose our ability to get things done. In the future. Here's this, my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her, she's a great candidate because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Mm. Yeah, it's not it's about ownership, it's about control. It's weird. She knows she's, she knows she's being recorded, but she still right. can't. Can't put down that sandwich. No, but it's because it's that's part of the that's part of the act. Oh, part of the act is she's looking very casual. She's eating. She's acting like, oh, you know, I'm so high and mighty. But she's, you know, it's. Boy, you don't like her, but you know, you you could do an invitation of you have that kind of a carry like voice. So what happens in the go to the end of here? I could just put her on the payroll and give her to keep her out. I said, what are you willing to do? Okay, Andrew, she's not chewing right now. (laughs) This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. 
This is about. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So what happens? The guy ends up having to quit that he came yeah. in there? Yeah. Yeah, what happened was um, he he ended up, uh, his name is Jeff DeWitt. Uh, he's the Arizona Republican chairman. And he said that he was going to try to work through this. But Carrie Lake said, sent a message saying, resign today or face the release of a new, more damaging recording. Hmm. Okay. So she's got the goods on him. So basically she blackmailed him and he went for it and just resigned. If. This is the letter that was sent to uh, Simi Bird, um, and the, this is from, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this guy, I got this from a friend. Uh, they're telling Simi Bird, uh, get out of the race for governor in the state of Washington. Uh, for the time I've known you, I've been greatly impressed by your ability to communicate with other people. You have the potential to achieve great things in the political world. Been following your candidacy for governor, uh, the financial resources, blah, blah, blah. And they basically tell him, look, here's the deal. Just get out now and run for lieutenant governor. They said, if you run for lieutenant governor, um, you'll basically be unopposed. You withdraw from the governor's race would give us the best chance to have the Republican or the governor uh, since Dina Rossi, Christine Gregoire race back in 2004. And be in there as lieutenant governor. You'll be the president of the Washington State Senate. You're responsible for setting the agenda, you know. Just selling them on that and then say and then later on, then then you could run. You'll have all the duties. I would be an enthusiastic supporter for your candidacy for lieutenant governor. I pray that you'll consider this position and give you the name recognition you need to run for governor following Governor Reichert. I see great things in your future, but would hate to see you can uh, continue your candidacy, giving us yet another four years of Democratic rule, especially since it would be Bob Ferguson. Sincerely signed there. So. They are saying to him, look, get out now because you're, you're, you're sucking energy away from Dave Riker. You, you were not able to, like, go after Bob because you're in there. So, Simi, get out, step out now, go do lieutenant governor. That gets you in that spot. And then from there, you can move up from there. Everybody's moving these guys around trying to say, hey, listen, let's, you know, do it, do it for the party. Do it for the country. Uh, do it for the state of Washington. Bail now and let somebody else be in place. I don't know if Simi Bird gets that letter and goes, forget you. I'm not doing that. I'm going to keep going. Well, is the is he guaranteeing that the lieutenant governor position is going to be unopposed? No, there's no guarantee on anything. But I mean, it's like, look, here's another option for you to go this way other than that way. The hard part for these guys, not talking specifically to Simi Bird or any of these, Carrie Lake, anybody. You get these people around you that tell you, yeah, you're going to be great. People love you. You're great. And then you go to a bunch of places and people tell you how great you are. And they pull you aside and they say, man, we're really depending upon you. You see people that see the desperation in their eyes and they're like, please, please do something. Please do something. Please run. Please be that person for us. Be that savior. And you're thinking, man, there's a lot of people depending on me. And then you've got the all your folks around you that keep you going as well. And you, you don't want to bail out because you don't want to disappoint anybody. It's really hard to all of a sudden kind of give up halfway through the race. But everyone's cheering you on, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I have a feeling uh, if he gets that letter, the reaction that he got before, reaction that he had to not being named or whatever at the place where you were working uh, is somewhat of an indication that he's going to stay in the race as long as possible to mess things up as much as possible, probably, because he's insulted by the letter. It's an odd combination, again, not to Simi or anybody else, just anybody in the world of politics and running. It is, you know, ego, 
and then this kind of gnawing something inside you that tells you you have there's bigger things and people are dependent upon you and you're going to be the person for Carrie like you she's Oh, people want to kill me. <laughs> so full. She's always been full of herself, and she, she, she really did it herself. In she was a really good candidate, but when the whole election thing, she just wouldn't let it go. Like Trump, she lost, and she kept challenging it and challenging it, and people get tired of that stuff. Well, you gotta have a big ego in the first place to run, right? You gotta have a giant ego. I think as George Bush said one time, anybody wanting to run for president needs to have their head examined because obviously they're they're way outside the norm of anybody else. I still like the idea that they kicked around a while ago that it would be by um, elections would be done like in a lottery. I think the Roman uh, civilization used to they just pick a name out and that would be that would be the guy kind of in charge of everything for a year. Just randomly. Just throw all of 300 million names into the hat. Just pull one out. There's the guy. Get he hiring for president? <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> Teeny tiny, whoever you want. Huh? Because then, yeah. then the person, they're not, they're, yeah, it's okay, Teeny. Then they're not like dri- driving by their own ego. It's just like they're, they're, oh, they're all in there. Huh? Yeah, it'd be like jury duty. Yes. We'll have to talk about your chance in being in jury duty, yeah. Sherry. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Thank you, Sherry. Wouldn't it be nice to be letter of the day? Great honor to bestowed by teeny tiny lady in the pickle jar. She chooses the letter of the day. All you got to do is write to us at mynorthwest.com. Come on in through that um, Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line at one triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. All are welcome. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sherry. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. Say Hotsy Totsy. Hotsy Totsy. There you go. Thank you. All right. Um, let's do a couple of weirdo stories. This is from Provo, Utah. A teen is facing charges after he went on a unique crime spree where I guess, I don't know if this was some sort of religious thing or something, but, you know, if you get a fish, see, so you know an ATM machine, right? Automatic teller machine, right? <laughs> you get yourself a fish and then you, you you get a fish and then you tape it to the to the, to the ATM. A teenager is facing charges tonight after police say he taped fish onto ATMs in Utah County. Here's a photo for you of what that looked like. It would be a fish taped to an ATM. (laughs) Bizarre prank. (laughs) Officers say the 17-year-old taped fish to ATMs, a police car, and other areas around Provo and Orem, and then put it all on social media. Police say although there were about 13 reported incidents, only two charges of property damage have been referred to the juvenile justice system. Oh, i got to catch that guy. Because they did, they, didn't they? Did they catch him already? I don't think, I think they, so. they, I don't know they have him yet. They said he's facing charges. No, must have somebody. I don't know. I was so busy trying to listen. <laughs> A teenager is facing charges tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got him. Mm. All right. I, I would do. If I were that? a kid again, I wish I were a kid again. Because now with social media, you do something weird like that. Like, what's what's the worst thing that's going to happen to them, right? But, like, you do it. You think, what would be an odd thing? A tape of fish to an ATM, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're famous for it. I could easily see myself doing something like that. But how did he come up with a fish? That's, a, that's what makes it fun. Who knows? Maybe he had some fish hanging around. And he just Then you start he taping them to cop cars and taping them to the ATM machines, and then just... Don't try to make sense of it, Sherry. It's just, it's kids just being kids. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I read somewhere where he was like, um, 
he had a slogan or something, and what he was saying about the the um, live. Okay, live. He's got a, a fish taping site or something, and it says the bio of the account reads: "Live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs." Yeah, good. <laughs> People loved it. I mean, they, they they had a bunch of comments and everything. So, yeah, I I, I mean, I would rather see this trend than the uh, TikTok challenge of stealing Kias and trashing a high school bathroom. Yeah, it's like the one with the drones and the uh, marital aids. Remember that one? Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, this yeah. is it. Yeah, the people that are dropping, you know, yeah. ding dongs and stuff on <laughs> on the well, and who was it said? How do you get them to stick? Oh, that was sure. you, Sherry. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I, where's he getting the fish? I mean, you have to buy them. Okay, which would be who expensive. knows? Who knows? I know, I know. I'm just saying that you know. I just I I try to. Are you, you concerned know. with the fish? No, not really. Okay, good. Not so much. Nobody got hurt. No one got hurt. Okay. Like the stupid time, my friends Jim Farley, Mike Doyle, and Bradley and myself all went and stole gas caps from cop cars because we had read somewhere or heard somewhere that if the cop cars didn't have gas caps, then they 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 couldn't like drive. So we went to the Lower Marion Police Department and and took gas caps. <laughs> mm-hmm. How That's, long do you think it took them to catch us? I, I didn't, I'm surprised you got caught being the, think about know, it for a moment. The, the criminal think about mastermind. It moment. Think, about moment. <laughs> think about it. Moment. So you're at a police station stealing something off a cop car. How many, let me ask this, how many seconds did it take to get caught? 30. I think probably about 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You but didn't it, think about that? No. We just thought then, then, I, I, thought, I don't know if those were the guys who did it with me. I don't want to throw them under the uh, the bus. But yeah, it was uh, just a, not a well thought out plan. It was like that, and the other time there was a giant sign that said "All you can eat." We thought it was the coolest thing. It was giant. It was hanging in front of the Howard Johnsons, and we decided we were going to tie ropes to it, tie the ropes to the back of the car, that make the right hand turn, come out of the Howard Johnsons, and the sign, the giant sign "All you can eat," which we thought was so cool, would come tearing off the side of the building, and then we would have it dragging behind our car, and then we would rope it. We'd quickly like bring it in like rodeo with a sign in and we'd have the big sign with us what we do with it after that i don't know but it was gigantic it took up the whole side of the building but then as we were tying the ropes to the car and stuff and coming up with this idea i thought hey what if we make the right hand turn and somebody's standing there and we've got these ropes and the sign doesn't come off right away and we end up like decapitating somebody <laughs> or having the ropes like wrap around somebody as we're driving down the road or we're dragging this big sign and then we decide that's not a good plan but you're always just like when you're a kid, you're just thinking this would be kind of fun to do this sort of stuff like these, like just dumb stuff like this guy with I, I honor this guy. Find him. Let's get him on the phone on okay. the radio, Sherry. We used to do yeah, the stink I, bomb I, in the library prank. OK, stink bomb in the library. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it, it was the little glass ones. You remember those? It was a, it, it looked like a little like a uh, uh, Portable uh, cologne sample. Okay. And then you'd go in there and you break it under one of the chair legs. Then we'd run outside and then you'd wait about 30 seconds and the entire library would come <laughs> pouring out of the building. No one hurt. Nope. Never nope. got caught. Nope. All right. That's funny. It's time to confess. Yeah. Sherry, you may now confess a dumb thing you did when you were a teenager. 
when we were doing senior floats, um, we were challenged by the juniors or something. So we went over to where their float was being made, and there was a car in the driveway. And so we just sprayed Windex and all kinds of stuff on the car and thought it was one of the kids' cars. Well, come to find out, it was like a classic car that was really valuable, <sighs> and we damaged the paint so badly that we had to use our senior class funds to um, to get it repainted. <laughs> <laughs> Windex, though, is that really not bad? your idea, though? <laughs> not my idea, no. But I went along with it. I was, I was involved. Right. They were. Th- I don't. Know Do you feel better so- now? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really feel that bad then. I mean, I we paid it back. Man, I was. What did it cost? I don't know, but we couldn't do something like we were going to take a senior trip or something like that, and because of what we did, it cost enough mm. that it. it Deleted, you know, or depleted our uh, our whole funds. Okay. Yeah. Never went on the trip. Yeah, we lost a privilege or two. Okay. Well, in the meantime, Joe, try to find the kid, just because Sherry wants to find out why fish were tied or taped to the ATM. On it. Yeah, there's, okay. there's more to this story. Oh! Yes. <laughs> I was going to tell I was going to tell part 2 of the uh, police oh, police thing but I thought I'd oh. hold back on that. There are many laws that go on the books that involve uh, animals and animals welfare and uh, just generally their life and life expectancy and things like that. So a New Jersey professor and this isn't new this has been kicking around since like 2016. New Jersey professor is saying let's let pets vote or have the right to vote as well. Because then, you know, there are laws that directly affect them, like, you know, chickens when it comes to free range and beef and cattle and dogs and cats. So I guess what they're just saying is that the professor and others are saying, if you're if you have a dog or a cat and there's something that's coming up that's going to affect that dog or cat, you as the owner, if you've got three dogs, you would be able to vote for those three dogs. Or if you had like 5,000 head of cattle, you'd be able to go in there and vote vote 5,000 times for a particular law that might affect how those animals live their life. Right. I I, I don't know what's dumber, the guy (laughs) taping the fish or this, but this guy is in New Jersey. He's part of a, I guess it's a university in New Jersey, and he wants to have a voting system that lets animals have a say on issues that pertain to them. Yes. So that would be, you know, like animal husbandry, um, all these, you know, different animal cruelty laws, things like that. Mm -hmm. And the way it would work is there would be an appointed representative that would cast the votes on behalf of the animals. Right. I, I can't believe I'm saying part of the problem, but part of the problem <laughs> is, God, um, is that that would allow then each person to then have like five votes for one particular issue because right. they had an animal. Yes. Um, but they're, they're saying that, you know, animals can't vote on things like abortion or really critical issues, but they should have a say in the things that affect them. And there should be a law that's passed, I guess, that would allow a human to be able to cast a vote on behalf of Tiger or Mr. Paws or whoever it is. So you think about it like if there's 10 people um, and three of them have dogs, cats, let's say dogs, 
And there's going to be a law that's going to come up. And seven of the people that don't have any animals are like, yeah, screw that. So they don't really care because it's not necessarily affecting their dog or cat or their pet. But the other three that are going to be living with these animals um, and will be living the direct result of how it goes in the vote, seven to three, let's say. Uh, Wait, are you really analyzing this? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm just trying to, why? I mean, it's why it's 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 stupid. I mean, people people are like, okay, this guy's crazy. Uh, they get what he's trying to say, but it, it, this is not going to happen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Even for goats, huh? I think that was. Wait, not, wait, wait, you, that, you know Nate, what? May, on this National Compliment Day, I have to compliment you for sweeping my legs out from underneath me as I started to just rationally take you through why somebody would say something like this. And you come right out with, are you actually trying to make sense of this? Okay, go right ahead. That's Maybe too late you now. Will. He took the wind out of my sails. Well, I wouldn't want to do that. That's but talk, I'm, talk to Bobby I, the Goat. <laughs> no, Bobby the Goat says no. Done. Moving on. Yes. Um... I just think that this is something that someone did to kind of get in the news. He did a report on it. Um, he said that uh, more realistically, a system would really involve the assignment of an extra vote to any human being voting on behalf of an animal. That human being, rather than the animal itself, is the party who would make a choice on whatever matter is under consideration. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> But that wasn't that wasn't the goat. Hang on, there's the goat. Ah. There we go. There he is. All right. Animals clearly feel pain and have interests. They can be better off or worse off depending on the conditions in which they live. That's what he's trying to accomplish. Okay. So, no to that. Well, I, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to that. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to be the one to decide. But it does seem. A little ridiculous. I was on a roll there, too. Did you oh, sense that? Uh, Did you sense the momentum of my argument was really going? And then all of a sudden, hmm. shut me down. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. That's right.